Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, ESPN Radio. Sirius XM Channel 80, the ESPN app. You probably already have it on your phone. If you don't, it takes 10 seconds to download it. Take us anywhere. Listen to us on the app, man. It changes your life. You can also listen to us on your smart speakers. Just say play ESPN Radio, presented by Progressive Insurance. So, I don't know what we're planning all this Atlanta stuff. Harry Douglas already off the show. He's got other shows to do. Key's on vacation. Jay not here today. It's your boy flying solo. I don't need anybody else. Uh, after acquiring Patrick Beverly, which is a tremendous... Listen, Taylor Horton Tucker had some trade value. He balled out in Summer League a couple years ago, but never could shoot it from the outside. And given his style of play, doesn't really help the Lakers right now. They move him at a point where they, he, he really diminished his trade value. They paid him, making him less attractive, and he never learned to shoot. And again, he's kind of a redundant skill set almost with LeBron on the team. At, but certainly... You know, not enough shooting. They move him and get Patrick Beverly back? That's a nice trade. Patrick Beverly's an excellent defender, and he can shoot it from the outside. And because of LeBron's size, it doesn't matter that Pat Bev is undersized because LeBron's really the, the ball handler anyway. I'll tell you what, what does this mean for Donovan Mitchell? Danny Ainge is making moves, right? And what does it mean for Russell Westbrook? Well, it's pretty clear Russell Westbrook got to go. The beef that he and Pat Bev have, they trade for Pat Bev. They're they're telegraphing this move. Does this mean that there's already a deal lined up for Westbrook? Is it Indiana? Is it Buddy Heald and Miles Turner? You're going to put those? You're going to put the shit. So so now they they need shooting. They need some size. They need some defense. Defense. Shooting. Size. Everything. If that were to happen. But already what's happening is Patrick Beverly is on his way to L.A. The Lakers are currently plus 1,600 to win the NBA championship. That's tied for the eighth shortest odds, along with the Heat. Roy in Houston, 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776. You're on with Max Kellerman. This is Keyshawn J. Willemax. Good morning, Ron. Good morning, Max. Come on, man. Look, the Lakers are... Like, the show Friends used to be great once upon a time, but now the reruns are just boring. Let's stop talking about the Lakers. It doesn't matter. Even if they do the trade with Indiana, I'm not going to put them top four in the, in the West. Let's face it. Anthony Davis is not going to play over 60 games. LeBron's not going to play over 65 games. Westbrook is obviously, in my opinion, out. And even if he was, he doesn't improve your team. Let's face it, two years no, but ago... he does improve your team because you're going to trade him. You're going to trade him for useful pieces. He does improve your team. Right. Useful, okay, useful pieces. Buddy Heald hasn't been in that type of pressure situation like the Lakers. I don't... Have I you noticed what LeBron has been able to do throughout his career? Look, if you want to say they're not top four in the West, I agree because there are too many variables with the Lakers, too many questions, especially related to health, right? Okay, fine. I'm, I'm not going to argue with that. 
But that's very different than saying they have no shot. Because if they remain healthy, let's take, I don't know, the Warriors, right? And I know it's a different, you're not just weighing the talent on the Warriors. They have chemistry, they have coaching, they have continuity, they have culture, they have a whole bunch of stuff, experience. LeBron's the best player on either team. Then Steph. Then probably AD. Now you put shooting and size around that? I'm just saying, man. And by the way, for people in New York, they'll know what I'm talking about. Years ago, Yankees had a pitcher, El Duque. Orlando Hernandez, great clutch pitcher. But he was older by the time he got to the Yankees. He's hurt a bunch. But as long as he was healthy in the postseason, man, you, you, <laughs> everything was okay. Give you 100 innings or something like that, but if, if he's ready for the postseason, that's like, like AD can miss 20, 30 games. Is he going to be ready for the playoffs is the only thing I care about. Is LeBron going to be healthy? Is AD going to be healthy in the playoffs? Well, there's a better chance of that than they play 70 games, right? Justin in Memphis, you're on Keyshawn J. Will and Max. This is Max Kellerman, ESPN Radio. Max, what's going on, man? I just want to say I watch you every day on this just thing, so uh, you, you might do. But listen. Brother, um, appreciate it. If, if, as far as Westbrook you know, and Patrick Beverly coming, I think that could be good. I mean, that Westbrook needs to use this as an opportunity to get off the ball, still try to be productive in the ways that he can be. And if the Lakers could sure up other roster spots, they could be good. But at the end of the day, like you know and everyone else has been saying, Anthony Davis has got to stay on the court. I mean, he, he's the, he was supposed to be the one to take the reins and take over and all that, and, and he just been, hadn't been able to stay healthy. So without him, it's kind of a moot point. Yeah, I, the thing is about Westbrook is I, I have to imagine he is gone now. You don't bring in a guy's arch enemy. You know, like Westbrook and 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 uh, Pat Bev are enemies. <laughs> you know, it's like this is not like Al Capone when the feds see him, they uh, you know they arrest him and take him to court. This is more like you know uh, uh, Jesse James or something. <laughs> the authorities are shooting on sight. You know, like this is this is this is like an outlaw type thing. This is not civil between them. So I, they can't. How are they going to really be teammates? Let's be honest. And by the way, Westbrook doesn't even have his agent anymore. And, and, and his stated reason for the split, according to the agent, was that he was like, Russ, you kept, they kept trading a lot of stuff for you, right? Now they're going to have to attach value to move you. Let's not do that to, to, to your market value. Don't do that. Stay here. This could be a good winning situation. And obviously, Russ wasn't trying to hear it. And parted ways with his agent. Now they're bringing in Pat Bev. Russ is gone. How are they going to keep him? So, Evan in Indiana. You're on with Max Kellerman. This is KJM ESPN Radio. Hey, how's it going? What's up, Evan? So, for me, as a Patriots fan, when it comes to Russell, I mean, just keep that guy as far away from Indiana as possible. <laughs> um, I mean, I know we're small market, and, you know, you want, you want a big name to try to get some, some fans in the seats. But, you know, Indiana's a basketball state. We don't need Russ there. Um, I look at Russ as a cancer. I don't want him anywhere near there. We got some decent young players, and I would just like to see them kind of grow on their own without the influence of that. Yeah, but but really, it's it would be for half a season or a full season. The point is, it, it's a way to clear forty seven million off your books. It's not, and in the meantime, give you something to watch. You know, like as a, as a as a one time Knicks fan, I understand that way of thinking. Now, it didn't work for the Knicks because they're they're incompetently run by. James Dolan for decades now. That's why they're a laughing stock because of James Dolan because he's a laughing stock based on his handling of the Knicks and other things. 
And and so and so that but does the Pacers aren't a laughing stock, and they're not incompetently managed. So it could work. Clear the clear the forty seven million off your books. Put on it. You know, have a show to watch in the meantime, and then take it from there. I don't think it doesn't make sense for the for the Pacers. I think it, it can make sense for the Pacers. Shannon, did you want to say something? Yeah, so just looking at the Lakers and their roster after this edition of, of Pat Bev, what else do the Lakers need? Like, in order to contend and be back up there with one of the best teams, as one of the best teams in the West, in your opinion, Max, what else do they need? Do they need shooters? What, what, what they is need shooting. Here's the problem. <laughs> Patrick Beverly shoots it like league average for his position, give or take, from the outside. So does LeBron James ish and so does Anthony Davis ish if you consider him a five yes if you consider him a four eh, you'd like a little more shooting nowadays you need shooting they need just like with Westbrook obviously they needed shooting and they didn't get it Westbrook makes makes you need shooting even more but even without him you need shooting and you could use some defense and and by the way the previous caller is right a big body to take some of that off of AD and keep him healthy well, that would be an Indiana package. You have to attach a first-round pick to it, I'm sure. But if you're Indiana, would you take, okay, I get Westbrook for a year, have some fun you know, with the fans, put on a show, high energy, um, attacking, attacking, attacking. Meantime, I'm going to clear $47 million off the books and pick up a first-round pick and get out of these kind of mid-level players who are extended into the future we have to keep paying and are preventing us from making moves. But those players still have some value, just more value to a team that's trying to contend than to the Pacers at the moment. There's something called uh, red paperclip theory. You know what this is? A guy started with a red paperclip, okay? And he traded the red paperclip for an old doorknob. And he traded the old door, which is worth a little more than the red paperclip. But for whatever reason, the person with the old doorknob didn't need the doorknob. They did want the paperclip. And then he traded the doorknob for something else a little more valuable than the doorknob. Again, the person who trade, made the trade with him had a little more valuable thing but needed the doorknob. It fit a need, and the thing they had it didn't fit a need. And like this, the person who started with the red paper clip kept increasing the value of what they want, got in the trade because they weren't trying to fit a need. They were just trying to increase the value of what they got back. And they wound up staying a year free in a house. From a red paper clip, they traded up to a year's free rent in a house. That is what you're trying to do if you're the Lakers. Fit a need for some other team and get more value back. If the need for the other team is an, an, an attraction who is going to clear your salary space, great. Clear cap space for you in a year, great. Then what you ask him back is, look, I, here's a red paper clip. You have a doorknob? Because they may have something that's more, a little more valuable, but they go, yeah, but we don't really have a use for this right now because we're not about to contend. Why do we want to pay these guys for the next two or three years when it eats up cap space and doesn't help us win? Keyshawn J. Willimax is presented by Progressive Insurance, here to help you score big savings. To see how much you can save on auto insurance, visit Progressive.com. Oh, and I'm joined now by A.J. Hawk, not only former Packers linebacker, but, of course, co-host of the excellent Pat McAfee Show. Or should I say the Pat McAfee Show, A.J.? Yeah, it's definitely, it's definitely Pat's show. It's the, the Pat McAfee Show. But, yeah, I am uh, – believe me, I have a lot of fun, so I, I'm very lucky to be a part of it five days a week. How are you doing, Max? Good. What, what did you used to call it, though? It used to be uh, – uh, uh, Hawk was in the title originally before you were doing <laughs> other stuff, right? 
Yeah, when we first started doing it, it was uh, McAfee and Hawk Sports Talk, yeah. and we would do it after his uh, radio show that he was doing. So, well, yeah, you guys have a great show. You have a great show. Yeah, thank you, man. Um, I appreciate it. We have fun. Yeah, yeah. It's obvious you have fun. It's fun watching. So, all right. <laughs> Sammy Watkins says, your guy, Aaron Rodgers, is on another level than Patrick Mahomes. Now, here's the thing, AJ. Last four years, I think Aaron Rodgers has replaced Peyton Manning as the greatest regular season player ever. But he has not gotten the results in the playoffs. Even the touchdown-to-interception ratio not only goes way down off his regular season numbers in a pretty large sample size, already probably nine playoff games in the last four years, but also below Mahomes' numbers in the playoffs, which remain the same. Is he really on another level than Mahomes, AJ? (laughs) Well, I mean... I understand what Sammy Watkins like. That's first off, you put in a tough spot. Like, what are you going to say there? You you love these guys; they're both so good. But yeah, I mean, I am one hundred percent biased. I have said that a million times. I was uh, I sat next to Aaron for nine years in the team meeting room, got to watch what he was able to do in practice and games. So, I, I think what he's able to do and how he plays, I, I don't see. It's just so special. His release. Everything, the mental game, all that he has, uh, it's just crazy to me. But obviously, Pat Mahomes is unbelievable. And who knows? He's going to be doing it for 20 more years in the NFL probably. But I know seeing up close and personal what Aaron can do, I mean, it's something special. And I'm sure Sammy has had a couple months of that, and he's probably uh, probably pretty excited for the season. Yeah, sounds that way, especially he's a little more, probably going to be a little more involved in this offense than he was in Kansas City. What is it about Rodgers? Now, he follows Brett Favre who seem to have a more a charismatic personality, a little more electricity when he played, but you know had more fun and yet turned the ball over. A, Aaron Rodgers never turns the ball over, but it does not seem to have the same personality that someone like Favre, maybe like Mahomes has. What is it about Rodgers? Like, how would you describe what it was like playing with him? Yeah, and I've, I was lucky. I played two years with Brett as a starter. My first two years, Aaron was a backup. Barb started and then Aaron stepped in and has been Aaron ever since. So I got to see some, some pretty special quarterback play up close and personal, but I, I don't know. I, I'd have to say, I, I can't, I can't say for sure that Brett was having more fun than Aaron is. I think maybe sometimes it just looks different. Someone's fun, how it may look to everybody else is different. And I think um, how Aaron is, he's in complete control 100% of that offense. And I think that I know from being on the same team as Aaron and not even playing offense, playing defense, like, the confidence that that would breed in everybody on the roster and every coach, just because we knew what Aaron could do and how invested he was. Um, I think it, it just does so much for a team. And I, I think one thing that separates him for sure than from a lot of people is that, that quick release. I mean, I'm like a broken record talking about it, but I just think it's, it's crazy when you couple that with what he can do mentally and how he's playing a couple steps ahead. I think that's why he's able to continue to do it and be back-to-back MVPs these last couple of years. But I think as a teammate, a leader, I mean, there's no question. You know who's in charge. You know this guy wants to win as bad as anybody on the planet. And I think you see that from being around the dude for 10 minutes. How big of an issue do you think uh, the wide receiver situation, how big an issue is it going to be for Aaron Rodgers? He publicly demanded more of them you know, recently. So now, of course, guys like me and everyone in the media is like, looking, what's Aaron Rodgers going to say about the receivers next? How big of an issue do you think it's going to be? I don't think it's going to be an issue at all. I think Aaron, I think Matt LaFleur has even said it, like he loves the sense of urgency that Aaron has. And as a player, as a coach, like that's all you want to see. Like I'm, I'm coaching my, my nine-year-old son's tackle football team. Like that's all we care about is you just have a sense of urgency. Just, just 
go out there and try hard and, and make sure that you uh, everyone knows that you absolutely want to be there and you want to win. And I think with Aaron and the whole receivers thing, I think he probably looked around and he's like, hey, guys, like, you have an unbelievable opportunity here. Like this offense, we can put up a ton of points, a ton of yards, and I can spread the ball around. We have a lot of young guys that haven't done a whole lot in the NFL yet, but their ceilings are unbelievably high. And he's probably saying like, hey, you guys can really, really do some special things this year. So let's figure everything out and get the uh, – you know, all the details ironed out. So anybody that's kind of, I think, driven like Aaron and so and wants to win another championship so bad, I'm sure every single day, like, he's grinding on everybody, and I'm sure they're all grinding on him as well. Is there any, knowing him personally, is there any, how is it, awareness that he's followed Favre, Favre went to two Super Bowls, the only one the one, and and Aaron Rodgers has not been back to another Super Bowl. It does seem to me, from the outside, obviously, that there is not the same kind of embracing of of Aaron Rodgers by the media and fans as there was of Favre. Rodgers is better, but doesn't have the same kind of, I don't know, um, he's not celebrated in quite the same way. Is he aware of this? Is he aware? Does that motivate him at all to, you know, just in, out of natural competition, particularly, particularly the way it was reported, Favre treated him on the way in to, to best Favre in that way? No, I honestly, I, I, as you're asking that, I was trying to think it's an interesting question. Like, would wonder what Aaron's thought would be. And I can't speak for him, but I, I have a hard time believing that Aaron's sitting there thinking, like, okay, what can I do? to, I guess, gain more people's trust or have people like me more. Like, I think at this point in his career, you should pay attention to what he's been saying and doing over the last, I don't know, three, five, seven years. He seems to be more and more comfortable in whatever, whoever he is and, and what he's doing and not really sweating, like, what's going on outside of there and what people think of him. And I'm sure over the last couple of years, everything he's done and gone through um, probably reinforced that a little bit. So I don't, I don't think he's worried about that too much, honestly. It's, anytime I... Around him or talk to him, it just it feels like this dude wants to win a Super Bowl really bad. He wants another one, and I know even from during my time there, I want we should have won another one. Our defense definitely let him down multiple times, um, but I feel like this guy is is absolutely driven and, and he's ready for a good year. AJ Hawk, former Packers linebacker, and of course co-host of the excellent the Pat McAfee Show. Um, so, so here's another question along those lines, right? Tom Brady was doing it the Patriot way for years and years and years, you know, escapes to Tampa and is showing the public a different side of himself and still winning. And, AJ, it does seem to me, I'm not, like, trying to attack Aaron Rodgers. Oh, see, he's copying Brady. I understand. As you said, he got older and more comfortable. This is part of maturation of any human being, you know, hopefully, right? But it does seem to me that Brady set an example in a way. And then you saw Russell Wilson right in the middle of his career, want out, and he moved, and, and then even after that to Sean Watson, and it seemed to lead to a, a kind of like um, realization among quarterbacks that they have a little more you know, influence over their own careers uh, than maybe they thought in the past, and a lot of that has to do with how important the positions become and rules changes and how popular the league is and almost like NBA stars in a way. They have a lot more power, but it does seem to me that Brady kind of showed the way, look, I can be myself in public and still be great and have a good time. Did, was was Rodgers, to your knowledge, did that influence him at all? Has he ever talked about it? Do you think he looks at that? I've never heard him speak about that directly, but it's definitely something that 
when Brady was, was in the whole process of trying to figure out where he was going to go. And then once he got to Tampa, I know on the show that, that Pat and I do, we were talking about that. Yeah. Well, well, other people look around other quarterbacks think like, okay, Hey, I have a lot of power here, but let's, let's start acting a little bit like these NBA stars and forcing our hand and making sure we get done what we want. And I don't know if Aaron's looked at that or looked at it as an example, whatever Tom's done, but I think either way, it seems like from all that's gone on in green Bay from the front office down to, to Aaron, like it definitely feels at least on the outside, like it's way better than it was before. Mm-hmm. And Aaron seems very comfortable and Goody and everybody up in the front office. Uh, they all seem to kind of be on the same page. And I don't know if that didn't sound like that was the case a couple of years ago. So either way, yeah, it's getting better. Whether he has Tom to thank for that, or he looked at that as an example. I, I think Aaron's always observing everything, but he always makes his own decision. So who really knows exactly what was behind it? Hey, AJ, I really enjoy the show. I, I enjoy you on the Pat McAfee show. And, and by the way, the whole industry, right? Like, I do this just in, 2 p.m. Eastern on ESPN. Um, and, uh, you know, every time Aaron's on the show and he's going to say something, basically we throw out the rundown and just wait to see what he's going to say and react to it, right? So, so I pay attention <laughs> to the show. I, I really enjoy it, and I appreciate you coming on today. Hey, thanks, Max. I've been, been watching you forever, man, watching you doing boxing and everything. You're, uh, you're like a triple quad threat. You can do everything, man. So I'm impressed with what you're doing. Keep uh, it up. Thank you, brother. Appreciate it, man. That's A.J. Hawk, former Packers linebacker and co-host of the Pat McAfee Show. So you will get to continue to weigh in on Pat Bev and what this means. Pat, Patrick Beverly's a Laker. Right? He's coming to the Lakers. They needed shooting. They needed defense. They got Patrick Beverly. They gave up Taylor Horton Tucker, who was, you know, his value was some d- diminished. He never could shoot it after he balled out in summer league a couple years ago. And, you know, then he got paid and uh, to an extent, and so he became a less interesting commodity to a lot of teams. Lakers were able to flip him into Patrick Beverly. And uh, Patrick Beverly gives you the defense, the attitude, and the shooting. What does this mean for Russell Westbrook, though? You remember how thick that beef was? He's got to be out of here, right? Do they have a deal lined up already? Listen to Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max live everywhere you are. Download the ESPN app. Tap the More tab on the bottom right. Scroll down and tap Live Radio. ESPN Radio. Everywhere you are. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric e-bikes today. The number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, Electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus! Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again. 
by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S.com. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, ESPN Radio, Sirius XM Channel 80, the ESPN app. Yeah, you can say play ESPN, listen to us on your smart speakers, but the ESPN app, you can take it wherever you go. If you don't have it, download it, trust me. By the way, no one's been telling me push the app. I'm telling you. I use it. You can listen to us anywhere on the ESPN app. We're presented by Progressive Insurance. As you heard in the Sports Center update, Patrick Beverly's headed to the Lakers. Now, Key's on vacation. Jay is out. I had Harry Douglas with me earlier. Then uh, Get Up stole him. He's doing TV now. So I am flying dolo. It's just your boy. What does this mean for Donovan Mitchell? What does this mean for the trade with the Knicks? Trader Dan, man, he's Danny Ainge got in there, started wheeling and dealing. <clears throat> Not playing around. And by the way, there's no way that Russell Westbrook is staying in with the Lakers. He split with his agent, and then his agent came out and said, it's because I told him, you want to be with the Lakers. Don't ask for a trade for the first time in your career. Instead of guy, you know, a team giving up a lot for you, they're going to have to include draft compensation to move you. It's bad for your market value, bad for your career. Don't do it. And obviously Westbrook wouldn't listen because he's not with the agent anymore. And meantime, Westbrook and Patrick Beverly famously hate each other. James in Cincinnati, you are on with Max Kellerman, Keyshawn J. Willemax, ESPN Radio. Max, what's going on, man? Um, I'm just calling to agree with you, man, about that trade, if they could pull it off. With Indiana, get Buddy Hill, and I think he would get more significant minutes in L.A., and he could be what he is as a shooter, man, and he'll open it up for LeBron and A.D., if A.D. can stay healthy, of course. It, it, doesn't it um, seem like too good to be true almost? Like, Buddy Heald was one of the pieces the Lakers were thinking about trading for originally when they instead opted to trade for Russell Westbrook, supposedly at the behest of LeBron James. He wanted another playmaker there, but... If they could still somehow flip that into Buddy Heald, that'd be amazing. Buddy Heald is a stone-cold shooter. Buddy Heald shoot the lights out. And then and maybe Miles Turner, too? Big body block shots. Can play real minutes, take the pressure off, the load off of the physical wear and tear away from Anthony Davis. Terrence in Baltimore. You're on KJM. This is Max Kellerman, ESPN Radio. Hey, Max, so I just think y'all y'all are crazy trying to hype up Braun and the Lakers any way possible. This does not make them even a top five team, even with Miles and uh, Buddy Hill. Uh, and it's all because AD can't stay healthy. Well, Is he going right. to play over 60 games? That's a no. The man takes too many falls. I've never seen a big man on the floor as many times as AD, and that's the reason that. why he's always hurt. He has the floor too much. So, Look, I no. can't argue against that, but just answer me this for a second. AD used to average like high 60s. I'll, I'll just read the games he's played in his career when he was younger, okay? 64, 67, 68, 61. So always in the 60s, ranging all over the 60s, right? Then 75, 75, then 56, 62. The last two years, 36 and 40. And that's the real thing, man. I, I understand you're saying he's going to get hurt, but are you suggesting that he's going to play under half a season? Because that's why they didn't make the playoffs, right? Is he done even playing more than half a season? If he is, and you're right, I'm not, I don't know. I don't have a crystal ball. If he is, and you're right, 
then you're right. The Lakers aren't a top five team. But I think the odds are that he's not done playing at least two-thirds of the season. And neither is LeBron James, who's also missed a lot of games recently. And if these two guys can each play 58 games even each in a year, right? And can be healthy around playoff time, yeah, man, the Lakers can win. I don't see why you say no because they wanted. I get, I get it. It was the bubble. Things were different, but they're different for all the teams. And the Lakers won the championship. You understand? I was rooting for the Knicks since I was a little kid. I turned forty nine this August, August sixth. I turned forty nine. In my lifetime, the Knicks have never won a championship. Do you know how many teams build and build and hope and get close and maybe one day in twenty, thirty years they can win a, one single championship? Man, LeBron and AD knocked that right out. They already did it. And you're writing them off like they can't do it again? Yeah, if they're hurt, you're right, they can't. But if they can just be healthy in the play, if they can play two-thirds of the season and be healthy in the playoffs, they absolutely could do it again. Rob in South Carolina, you're on with Max Kellerman. This is Keyshawn J. Will and Max, ESPN Radio. Hey, good morning, Max, man. Hey, I know you guys are talking about NBA, but... I had to try to get your attention, man, right. because I tried to call in earlier to get to you and Harry Douglas talking about A-Rod and, and uh, Pat Mahomes. Mm-hmm. Man, why are you guys disrespecting uh, Stratford, man? So, by the way, hold on, hold on. I know you didn't just say, you didn't call up loaded. You were loaded with this one. And what? then say, I'm disrespecting, couldn't remember his name, and then called him Stratford. Okay. Come on, <laughs> yo, Rob. Come on. Billy, so Are you talking about Matthew Stafford? Is that who you meant to say? Man, I'm upset. That's why I can't get his name right because <laughs> this yes. man was Pat Mahomes before Pat Mahomes, and put his statistics up against Aaron Rodgers, Pat Mahomes. The stats don't look as good as those up. guys. I'm sorry, they don't. I will say this: you, the stats don't look as good as those guys. But what they, what they, what Stafford did was Stafford's arm talent was obvious from the moment he hit the league, right? And what he showed when given the opportunity on an excellent team is he could win the whole thing. And the reason he won the whole thing, yes, he had Aaron Donald, the other teams didn't. You put Donald on another team, the other team wins. But Stafford, the most impressive thing to me, Tom Brady came all the way back on them in the playoffs. And the reason I think guys like Tom Brady win so much like the thing that puts him over the top, Derek Jeter, Kobe Bryant, you know, those kind of guys, is they believe any field they ever step onto, they're the best player on it. And so does their team. Their teammates believe that too. And so does the other team. And that's why when Brady started coming back on the Rams, they got tight. They couldn't hold on to the snap. They started making mistakes. And when your team starts to get into that situation, what you need is a leader who says, "Uh uh-uh, I don't care what the momentum feels like. I don't care that that's Tom Brady. I'm going to make all the plays we need to make to win. And that's what Stafford did. And that's why he must be included in conversations of elite quarterbacks. Absolutely correct. But don't call in here talking about I'm disrespecting someone. Then you can't remember their name, and then you say the wrong name. Yo, Max, you know, you're disrespecting, um, uh... Uh, uh, my grandma. You know, like you wouldn't r- r- forget that, right? So don't, don't, don't tell me you're so high on Stafford. You can't remember his name, and then you call him Stafford. 
Everyone loves Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs. But do the Chargers have a shot at running that division, the AFC West? It is loaded. Keyshawn J. Will and Max, your boy Max Kellerman solo right now, ESPN Radio. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. Wait until you hear what one of our insiders says about a two-time all-star looking for a Supermax. You guys already have a Supermax. Here I am. Huh? No good? From your radio to your smart speaker and phone. Now playing ESPN Media. Or watch on ESPN2. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. Live weekday morning starting at 6 Eastern on ESPN Radio and on ESPN2. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. So, here I am, sitting by myself. None of my friends are here. Key, Jay, even Harry Douglas took off. How am I going to do here in this extra content? I feel like you have friends back here in the uh, control room. I don't know. I mean, it's kind of uh, insulting to us, isn't it? I'm sorry, Jimmy. What's your name again? <laughs> J- J- Jason? Yeah, something Jason's like that. Uh, something. You're, I know you're upset right now, so sometimes um, you can't remember names. Yeah, I'm upset. This dude just called in. Yo, why are you disrespecting? Uh, you do talking about Rodgers and Mahomes. He got every name perfect in the NFL, right? Went through the whole quarterback list. He got backup names, right? And then he said, but you're disrespecting, um, oh, what this, what's, what's his face? Stratford. <laughs> Matt Subtlefield. Like, <laughs> yeah. uh, all right, cool, cuz. Wrong ball. He didn't call him Aaron Dodgers. He called him Rodgers, but Stafford, who I'm disrespecting. All right, look, Jay in Georgia, what you got? Hey, Max, what's going on, bro? Hey, so look, um, as far as the comments that Devontae Adams made on Aaron Rodgers, I just think he was metaphorically speaking. If you watched the last dance, you saw how Jordan instilled fear in his teammates. You saw how he was on Scotty Burrell. You saw how he ended up getting thrown out of practice for punching Steve Kerr in the face. I think that's what he means when he's talking about maybe the fear that Aaron Rodgers instills in his players that they got to step up and perform. You saw just last week. He called out the young receivers in the media. Then a couple of days later, he says that they're doing, you know, that that is going a little bit better. So I think that's what he means when Jay, he's saying you're exactly right. Jay, I think you're exactly right. We had a caller, a lady called in earlier in the show and was mad at me for like turning it into something it wasn't. I, I, I did that. Yes. Did I do that? Yes. But I didn't do it just because we're on the race sports talk radio and we're trying to make it hot and everything. Right. I did it because. While I also hate when I like say, hey, you know, Triple G could turn over the left hook like Joe Lewis or so. He reminds me of it. I'm not saying he's as good as Joe Lewis. I'm saying he did something that reminds So I get that. But there's something about Rodgers' lack of performance in the playoffs recently where I think the last dude you want to compare him to at the moment, if you're trying to compliment him, is MJ. Like, just, don't, just leave that one alone. Because... 
the first thing you think about with MJ is rising to the occasion. Even if you're trying to make another point about him, it's going to people's minds are just going to go there. So, so, but I hear what you're saying. Did I? Am I guilty? Yeah, guilty. Guilty as charged. I turned it into a sports talk radio thing and kind of missed the point he was really making intentionally. Right? You got me. <laughs> Did you have fun? Um, and by the way, that's what. Listen, come on, man. If you're in the barber shop, it's the same thing. If you're in school, if you're by the water cooler, it's the same thing. You know where that conversation's gonna go. Listen to Keyshawn J. Will and Max live everywhere you are. Download the ESPN app. Tap the More tab on the bottom right. Scroll down and tap Live Radio. ESPN Radio everywhere you are. With everyone fighting for attention, how can your business stand out and connect with customers? Easy. Get Constant Contact. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has helped millions of small businesses stand out, stay top of mind, and see big results. Fast. Constant Contact makes it easy to promote your business with powerful tools like email and SMS marketing, social media posting, and even events management. With Constant Contact, you'll reach new audiences, grow your customer list, and communicate more effectively to sell more, raise more, and fast-track growth. Don't know much about marketing? No sweat. Constant Contact's writing assistance tools and automation features help you say the right thing at the right time, every time. Plus, you can send with confidence, knowing your emails are actually reaching your customers thanks to Constant Contact's best-in-class 97% deliverability rate. Tackle any challenge with Constant Contact's expert live customer support. Plus, everything's backed by their 30-day money-back guarantee. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Just go to ConstantContact.com right now. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. ConstantContact.com. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Keyshawn, Jay Will, and Max. So I go on Uber. I got my refund, but like you, you know, went on Uber to get a refund for four bucks. No, it was max. like no, it was like uh, fifteen bucks. I'm like, no, you're not going to do me like Keep that. So it adds up. You damn yeah, yeah. right, man. No, I get, I get it. I would tell you this though. I, I'll take that Uber over a taxi any day. Yeah, man. I don't miss getting in those nasty, smelly cabs. Now, come on now. All Uber ain't going to be Rolls Royces. No. I didn't got an Uber for him. I thought I was going to catch the heebie-jeebies. Heebie-jeebies. <laughs> <laughs> but you're cheap, Max. What? Let the lady keep the $10. <laughs> yeah, right, like you would. <laughs> the thing that bothered me about that Uber experience is she went the wrong way. That's why I got overcharged, and I told her ahead of time, you want to go on the FDR South. She got on the FDR North telling me that was, I'm like, no, no, it's the FDR South. Oh, it turns into the West Side Highway. Yeah, but you got to go South on the FDR to get to the West Side Highway. She took the way she wanted to go anyway after I told her, and because of that, it took an extra 15, 20 minutes, whatever it was, and then tried to overcharge me for it. Nah, nah, I'm not the one. Yeah, you got to get that back. ESPN Radio, the ESPN app. Check us out on the ESPN app. Take us anywhere. Listen to KJM on your smart speaker. Say, play ESPN radio. All right. Key is on vacation. Jay is out. 
Harry Douglas had to go do Get Up. I am flying dolo. One more segment. Let's play real or not real. Shannon, take it away. All right, what we got, Shannon? All right, real or not real. Early in the show, we looked at NFC division winners. Right now, we're going to look at the AFC division winners. We are going to start in the AFC West. Right now, the Kansas City Chiefs are listed by Caesar Sportsbook as a favorite at plus 175, and the Los Angeles Chargers are at plus 220. Max, Los Angeles Chargers, are they real? They're realer than real deal Holyfield. You but, know what's funny on the screen? It says San Diego Chargers. So I yeah, pause. I know. By the way, I, I, I called them I San like, Diego Chargers until like last year. Like, but look, look, I, they, they are. They, you San can't Diego say, Chargers, is that real or not real? Yeah, right. I think it still is real somehow. But you can't say it's not real. And yet, if real means that they're actually going to do it, I think Herbert, Justin Herbert's going to win MVP. I think they're, they're probably the best team in the division, maybe in football. But. I'm not picking against the Chiefs until it is proven otherwise. They have played, they've hosted the AFC Championship game every year that Patrick Mahomes has started. He will be starting this year. Until proven otherwise, i got to ride with the Chiefs. This Max guy, he's smart. (laughs) Max Stratford. The real deal. (laughs) Stratford. All All right, let's move on to the AFC North. The Baltimore Ravens are listed at plus 140 by Caesars. Cincinnati Bengals, plus 165. Max, Cincinnati Bengals, real or not real to win the AFC North? Not real. I do think they will make the playoffs. I think Cincinnati will make the playoffs. I think as few sl- – there are only three wild card slots. Many, and there are nine teams realistically vying for those three slots in the AFC. And yet everyone else will have an excuses. Joe Burrow just does not seem to me to be the type of cat with excuses. He'll make the playoffs. But this, to me, is Lamar Jackson's year. I think he was peaking last season and then got hurt. He was the best player in football while he was healthy. He was carrying a non-team. Everyone was hurt on the team. Carrying into the best record in the AFC. Like, and then he got hurt. So what could he do? Lamar Jackson has not been hurt. He's been remarkably durable until last season. I'm going to assume that he plays a full season. And that I, I think I think this is the year Lamar Jackson wins the Super Bowl. All right, let's move on to the East as we play real or not real AFC division winners here on Keyshawn, J. Will and Max on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app. And you can listen to us on your smart speaker. Just say play ESPN Radio. AFC East, New England Patriots. Right now they're listed at plus 475, while the Buffalo Bills are the favorite at minus 230. Max, New England Patriots, real or not real to win the AFC East? Not real. Buffalo not only has Josh Allen in the offense very celebrated, Josh Allen's great. Like, the, like just because I don't – I happen to not have him in my top five. He could easily get there, right, this year. But, but like, I just like a few other guys a little bit better. But Josh Allen is a machine. And it's not even the most special thing about the team. It's probably the defense. They got no weakness on the defense. Every level of the defense is elite. So I, I, I got to like the Bulls, the Bills, sorry. And, and then the thing about New England, guys, remember what I just said about Joe Burrow? This just doesn't feel to me like he's going to have excuses. He'll get there by hook or by crook. Man, I used to think that way about Bill Belichick. But once Tom Brady left, he failed to make the playoffs. There were two plays that kept them from being 9-7, and seven, and yet they were 7-9. and nine. And then the following year, they did make the playoffs and lost. Since Brady left, he hasn't won a playoff game. I don't see that changing this year. You know, I, 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 I'm very curious to know the answer, though, because you learn something new. Is Belichick really the GOAT, 
or was it that? Because if he's the GOAT and you saw what Mac Jones just did as a rookie and you look at the Patriots roster, you go, they should, if the GOAT coach will win a playoff game with this. I don't see it, though. But I'm curious to see what happens. I can't call him real. Not yet. All right. Last division here. Let's go out to the AFC South. The Indianapolis Colts are the favorite at minus 125, while Tennessee, who had the best record last year, they're at plus 170. Max, Indianapolis Colts, real or not real to win the AFC South? I'm going to say not real. I think Tennessee might be the better regular season team. Once the playoffs start, let's check back in, right? Once the playoffs start, I don't see Matt Ryan making the same mistakes that um, were made by, look, Phillip Rivers was awful in the playoffs for them. And then and then Carson Wentz, obviously. But Phillip Rivers at the end, Carson Wentz, you know, it's Carson Wentz. But Matt Ryan, the question still is, how close is he to the end? Because I don't care that they did the right thing by him and traded. They only got a, th- what was it, a third round pick for him? That's not a whole lot. And if he was considered a better quarterback throughout the league, they'd have gotten a better package than a third-round pick. So I know we all – I do think he'll be there in the moment of truth. He's more trustworthy than Carson Wentz or, or the remains of Phillip Rivers. But I don't think that that makes them a better regular season team than the Titans who've shown the last couple of years they can win a lot of regular season games behind that running attack. So there you have it, not real. That was real or not real, AFC division winners. And now we have an awkward amount of time before the end of this program. I will ask you this, because we do have Trey Lance playing tonight, Max. What are your expectations for Trey Lance? Is it going to be panic if he he struggles tonight? What what are we we looking like? Don't don't do my job. That's my job. That's my job. Don't worry about it. But I appreciate you trying to help me out here. Oh, okay. Uh, Let me ask Key. Key, what do you... Matter of fact, Key, don't even answer that. You've talked enough today. Jay, you just keep quiet. Harry Douglas, Silence! See how I run things around here, Shannon? No one dares defy me. Um, I don't know about Trey Lance, man. I wish Key was here. I'd ask him. I don't know about Trey Lance. I haven't seen him enough. I, he, look, by all accounts, he's very smart, and that's the reason people thought he had such high upside. What you heard in that draft, in, in the lead-up to that draft, was Justin Fields and, and Trevor Lawrence were neck-and-neck neck, 1A, 1B coming out of high school. But by the time they came out of the draft... People felt that Trevor Lawrence had separated himself, and one of the issues they had with Justin Fields is they'd said he didn't process quickly enough. The thing that people loved about Trey Lance is how quickly he processed, in addition to having excellent physical upside, fast arm, the whole thing. He was just inexperienced. So given the fact that that was practically the unanimous evaluation of Trey Lance, and given the fact that he's now been in the league for a year, had time to season himself a little bit, you would think that his brain will give his body... A chance here. I will just still say he's seen very little NFL action, and he's replacing a guy who won all the time for a franchise who couldn't win at all without him and Jimmy G. So I'm very curious to see what he will do. The, the answer is I don't know what to expect. I, I assume he's decent or they wouldn't start him. Keyshawn J. Willemax, back tomorrow, 6 a.m. From your radio to your smart speaker and phone. Now playing ESPN Radio. Or watch on ESPN2. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. Live weekday morning starting at 6 Eastern on ESPN Radio and on ESPN2.